So yeah, I'll I'll send you an email, Mark. Um, okay. I know, I know you're not going to ever join Facebook. Um, Fuck that. But that's how I communicate with. It. We have a Facebook. Not going to contribute to the downfall of society. You can join just to you communicated with us. Oh, right? that's how they get their talons in you. Uh huh. Then it's all downhill from there. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll make a special occasion for email Mark specially, just so we can know what's going on. There you uh, go. Yeah, he's there so you go. He deserves an email. Everyone else can go to Facebook, but not Mark. <laughs> That's fine. Guys, on this assignment that Mr. Chris came up with, um, I am not going like ranking my number ten to number one. I'm I'm just I'm putting them in because it's just too hard to go. Like, what's your favorite album of the '80s? Am I correct in that we weren't doing that? Yeah, that's the assignment. I, I, F zero. <laughs> you didn't do the assignment. That's part of the agony of ranking them. That's I'm part just, of it. I'm doing it chronologically. So, you know, I've fine. got more gray hair just for to making this list. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going to be a good talk. I'm, I'm it's rough. Yeah, it's painful. I am Montag, master of illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, I'm Chop Top. And the Slunkmeister. And you are listening to Heavy, Heavy Metal. 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 <laughs> Take it away, Slunkmeister. All right. Well, this this episode, in the vein of uh, of last episode of ranking albums, this 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 time we have the uh, the not so envious task of ranking our top ten metal albums of the eighties, the decade, the golden era of the eighties. Uh, ten albums. I say metal, but I, I, I'd have to admit that a couple of my entries may be considered hard rock genre. But you know, where's where's the line yeah. drawn? So, right, I think that's that's okay. Metal is a pretty wide range of uh, right. Early on, you genres, said anything so. from hair metal to to thrash. Correct, so. correct. And and I I oof, boy, it's hard to pick. It it was yeah. It was and ag- from a decade. <laughs> yeah, I started my list with with twenty seven. Like, okay. Yeah, 27. We can do the top mm. 27. And then <laughs> I like I can get it down to 18 and I'm like, "Oh god, I, I kind of want some of those back." You know, it was just you're no matter what, I know we're all going to miss we're yeah. all just you can't you can't include all your children. Then I honestly don't even know if I agree with my own list. So I, it was, <laughs> it was Yeah, I'm tough. looking at mine right you now, know? slunk my Oh fuck, I got to put that honorable mention back in this yeah, right. yeah. It was yeah. As my list was growing throughout the week. Uh, at one point, I did consider like maybe maybe we'll do twenty. Then I'm like, no, let's keep it a challenge. Mm-hmm. Let's make let's make this agonizing. So yeah. it's metal. It's metal. There should be a, yeah. a, a modicum of agony involved. <laughs> well, like you said before, it's like uh, it's like chopping your fingers off to get down to that ten. You're like chopping. Yeah. Fingers. <laughs> you know, you're losing like, digits at the end. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> uh, all right, so well, so Slunkmeister, let's let's start with you then. Why don't, why don't you okay. tell us your, first, your first pick of the your personal top ten of the 1980s? Okay, I think you might find the very first one uh, interesting, but this is uh, my very first one at number ten, 1987's Halloween, Keeper of the Seven Keys, uh, Part One. Part One, Ooh, nice. This oh. one, uh, it moved around on my list for a while. It was a little higher, but it kind of slowly moved its way down. But it's still a top ten. Um. Just because I think this this was uh this is such a unique band with a unique sound, mm-hmm. um, yeah this progressive metal. Obviously, I'm a sucker for fantasy, coupled with concept album. You know, I'm mm-hmm. in. That's gonna make my top ten. Dually so, guitars, uh, yeah. Dual sound, yes. Mm-hmm. Just a really, yeah. Just a really cool, unique band that, mm-hmm. that kind of carved their own little niche out in the metal scene and. uh yeah, got to have tons of airplay in the late 80s. Yeah, um, one out. <laughs> love these guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yep. Keeper of the Seven Keys. Nice. It's a great album, and it's an underrated band, that's for sure. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Okay, Chop Top. Uh, what do you want? <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> Bring on the pain. Um, number 10, I'm going with uh, Megadeth, Peace Cells. Who's mine? Mm-hmm. Uh, for it was the first time I discovered Megadeth. 
and the artwork speaks for itself. And I just think, my gosh, the songs, other than the cover, I ain't superstitious. They could have left out. But uh, The Conjuring, <laughs> Peace Cells, Wake Up Dead, still one of the all-time classic thrash anthems of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Friday, um, Bad Omen. I mean, just for me, that was that really brought me like, who is this? I remember, and Thrash, you know, I was like, the buddy that introduced me to him back in high school and uh, first heard that on cassette, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm loving it. At that time, I didn't realize, you know, he's ex-Metallica, you know, he formed Megadeth, mm-hmm. but that was that was my first introduction to them, and it uh, holds a special place during that time. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah I, that's a great album. Uh, I, I was, I'm personally more of a fan of the later Megadeth stuff, but I, I mean, <laughs> you know, I can't, you can't argue that that's not uh, top ten worthy for sure. Uh, great entry to uh, yeah. to Megadeth stuff, early Megadeth. Definitely. Oh yeah. Uh, my, I don't have them. I have them ranked chronologically. Sorry. So I'm going to start with 1980. Motorhead, Ace of Spades. Uh, I love Motorhead. Um, great songs, Ace of Spades, Love Me Like a Reptile. I mean, that's just fucking quintessential <laughs> Motorhead. Fast and Loose, We Are the Road Crew, Jailbait, The Chase is Better Than the Catch. Um, you know, this was a raw album. It doesn't sound polished like some of their later ones did, but what I think Motorhead fans know is that Motorhead really started thrash metal, speed metal. If it wasn't for Motorhead, we wouldn't have bands like Slayer, you know. And uh, I remember <laughs> Slunkmeister. We used to watch that video for Eat the Rich because we didn't know who these guys. Were. Like, who the hell are these guys? Eat the Rich. What is going on? You know. <laughs> and uh, so I, I would say, yeah, Motorhead, Ace of Spades, just because of the, the impact. And uh, I, Motorhead's one of my favorite bands. Yeah, hard to dispute that one. Mm-hmm classic influential too like you said yeah i mean similar to sabbath i think in their their influence over the metal scene mm-hmm. a lot of bands uh, mention yeah. uh, mention motorhead mm-hmm. they talk about the influences so oh yeah, yeah. awesome yeah. All, all right. right that was 10 down to number nine here we go um are we just going to keep the same order each round sure. yeah why not okay yeah, I think this the, the, this uh, list will be interesting too because I don't think we're going to have nearly the overlap that we had with Maiden albums. So <laughs> no, I, bet, no. you know. yeah, I, guess, I guess something surprised the hell out of you guys in this, but it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. This okay, nineteen eighty three, one of the best years in all of metaldom, uh, in my opinion too. But uh, yeah, this album, uh, nineteen eighty three, Dio, Last in Line. Ah, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, Ronnie James, one of the greats. You know, stature of an elf with the voice of a giant. Awesome uh, today. And honestly, yeah, this was the hardest thing about this was uh, which album? You know, like to me, it's Holy a tall diver or Holy Diver. Time, right? Even Dream Evil is one of my top yeah, three Dream good. favorite Dio albums. So I think this one is maybe the most classic of the. Well, I don't know. You could make an argument for Holy Diver being a classic. But yeah, so I, I'm sticking with Last in Line. I love this. Uh, it's got a cool vibe to it. The the mix is really neat. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, great album. So oh, yeah. Last yeah. in Line. Mm-hmm. I had several I Dio like. and Dio Sabbaths on my initial list. So like, how do you, how uh-huh. do you pick and choose? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Montag, I had to leave Maiden off my list purposely because I could have easily put three or four albums in the 80s on there <laughs> yeah there's no you know we we did our we did our hour and a half of maiden so now we gotta move you know but uh, yeah, yep yeah good choice all right so who do you got chop chop what do you got okay uh boy black sabbath heaven and hell mm-hmm. that's when i was first introduced you believe that that's the first time i was introduced to sabbath First time I heard him with Ronnie. Wow. What no. year was that? No idea. Period. That, yeah. that made it in the uh, 80s. 80. Yeah. yeah. So just barely squeezed in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's my first introduction, and I was just mesmerized. And then, you know, I got mob rules. But then they're saying, you know, there was another singer, and they did umpteen albums before that. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. But that was my first introduction to Black Sabbath. And sure. uh, still, gosh, even the remaster uh, sound fantastic. And the songs still stand the test of time, maybe except Lady right. Evil. To this day, mm-hmm. I like that cover. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. That cover's iconic yeah. too. Absolutely, totally. Yeah, the angel smoking. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mark. Oh, oh good. sorry, Montag. <laughs> yes, 
for me, we're going to stay with 1980 uh, ACDC, Back in Black. All um, right. You know, this is a monster of an album. And uh -huh. what makes uh -huh. this album so great, other than you got so many great songs, Hell's Bell, Shoot the Thrill, Let Me Put My Love Into You, which is very spinal tappy. Uh, Back in Black, You Shook Me All Night Long, Have a Drink on Me, Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution. I mean, it is almost a perfect album from top to bottom. Absolutely. And what makes this album great, we have a, diff a new singer coming in. You know, the people like the uh, the first albums they had with Bon Scott, and now here, here's this new singer. Completely different sound to him. But ACDC is one of those bands that for people who don't like heavy metal, they will like ACDC. Their impact cannot be under, you know, underestimated and or, or overstated rather. That's the way the impact cannot be overstated. It is, it is a phenomenal record, and uh, I think one of the best ever in the hard rock genre. Yeah, I agree with you so much that that is my number six. I'll just go ahead and yeah. tell you that. Yeah, uh, back in black. And to me, if you're gonna have a barbecue and hang out in the summertime, and you know drink some beer and throw some cornhole at some point acdc something from back in black's got to show up yep to make it complete you know just yeah the ultimate like have on the background everybody's you know partying having a good time there's some back in black going on somewhere back there mm -hmm. yeah absolutely stellar yeah, iconic yeah. album it is great all right, Slunkmeister, number okay, eight. number eight. So for me, early '80s, we're going back to. This is going to be 1981. Uh, Ozzy, Diary of a Madman. Ah, nice. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is another one, kind of like Dio. Tough choice between mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. Blizzard of Oz, Bark at the Moon, Diary. All those are really, yes. really similar. But here, those three opening tracks, you know, Over the Mountain, mm -hmm. uh, Can't Kill Rock, or uh, was that Can't Kill Rock? Right. Was that one of the first? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Diary of Madman, the song, just such a cool, epic, sort of gothic vibe on that song. Mm -hmm. Great stuff. So just love this album. Yes, it's classic, classic Ozzy. I, I love guitar work. That guitar work on the title track, too, by Randy. I mean, just oh, that intro yeah. and everything is so awesome. Yeah, yeah Flying High Again, Can't Kill Rock and Roll. Great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Over the Mountain. Yeah, that that was oh, on my short list, and I, I had to cut it. So yeah. Uh, I get it. It was like, oh God, because those. Yeah, I agree. Because there's also the same three. I was, I was thinking about Songmeister. Like, boy, but Bark at the Moon is really good too. You know, and and like all these albums. Like, oh my God, what do you pick? Yeah, yeah. That nice that little trilogy of uh, Ozzy's solo stuff is so good. Those first three albums were amazing. So yeah, that's Next me. One. Number eight, uh, Chop Top. You at eight. What do you got? My number eight. Um. Judas Priest, Defenders of the Faith. Nice. Yeah. Was the first time. I'm going a lot. You'll see a pattern in my list. I'm going off, you know, first time I was introduced or heard these bands mm -hmm. or something. And it's another one. Hey, some first of those time I heard Priest was some of those are transformative moments in your life. You know, the first yeah. time you hear a band like, oh my God, you just, you know. I'm uh, nuts, you know, and like of course they put out turbo afterwards, but we'll forgive them for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but on that, you know, then I just discovered screaming for vengeance. Mm -hmm. And I discovered British. And even I said, well, where does it go from this? And said, oh, they got stuff way at the beginning of the 70s. I'm like, and even that stuff, a lot of it is fantastic. Yeah. Corolla, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Dreamer Defenders Dreamer. for me, I mean, what Bites, the Sentinel, is mm -hmm. a seminal priest song, continues oh. to play live to this day. Free Will Burn. Uh, Rock Hard Drive 3, Free Will Burn it. What a riff. Mm -hmm. um, Jawbreaker, yeah. Yeah. underrated classic. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, that was, that was uh, Defenders. Yeah, that was my first real album I listened to of Judas Priest. You know, it was on a stack of records that friends gave me because I, I had mentioned this before. I, I had a record player with cassette decks and so people wanted cassettes of their albums. So they would give me blank cassettes, they would give me their albums and I'd transfer it for them. So I got to listen to this like, oh my God, who, you know, and I I had probably heard their songs and not known who it was, but this was the first album I'd actually listened to. And that Free right. Little Burn, I'm like, oh my God, these guys are so good. So yeah, no, I, it was on my list too. And I thought, oh, I think someone's going to say this because, you know, yeah. it's too good of an album not to have. So no, I Same. this was, uh, yeah, this was one of those digits I had to remove because <laughs> tough one. Yeah. I mean, this and Screaming for Vengeance were, was a, was a, well, I don't know. Yeah. Like said, They're tough, fantastic. Tough. Arguably, arguably Priest has, you know, uh, next to, to Dave Murray and Adrian Smith, the two best, you know, dually guitar players yep. in metal history. Yeah. yeah. 
Tipton and KK Downey. I mean, it's it's wow. Yeah, you get a world where you got KK and Glenn. You got a world where you got uh, Dave Murray and you got Adrian. It's just I'm in heaven. Yeah, they're all part of that new wave of British heavy metal. You know, coming across. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's great. Um, My my last pick from 1980. uh, It's Ozzy Osbourne, Blizzard of Oz. So there we go. Um, And it was a tough choice, and I looked at only because. What made this album so great for me is back when they had the the Randy Rhodes live album that came out after his death. Yes. Oh, I, God, I, was in, I was in college and I used to play drums to that album all the time. And so many of the songs on that album come from Blizzard of Oz. I yeah. don't know, Crazy Perfect. Train, Suicide Jerusalem, Mr. Crowley, Revelation Mother Earth, which I love, oh. one of my favorite songs, and then Steal Away, which I think is a really underrated, fantastic big punch song. And then so like that yeah, was the, the live thing. version of that was yeah the live humble. yes yes the live version, and so as uh, so, you know Revelation has that kind of achy mournful you know sound I'm like oh this is this is awesome, and the guitar work is phenomenal so that was the only reason why I chose Blizzard of Oz as opposed to Die of a Madman or Bark at the Moon is because I played these songs these songs have a big meaning for me playing and mm. that live sound so and. It's a great album. I mean, it's just, it was just yeah. his breakaway album. Yeah. Start and, to finish. Uh, yeah. it, it's just a really good album. So I'm done with 1980. Okay. All right. Well, moving down the list now, we are at number seven. We're for, for this one, we're heading to 1987. And uh, to me, one of the, one of my favorite bands of all time, period. Sabotage, Hall of the Mountain King. Yes. 1987. Oh. Wow. Oh. I didn't even think about that. That is an Dude, awesome this, album. Yeah. Yes. Uh, when I first heard these guys, this was in the Z-Rock days back when, mm-hmm. when I was in high school. Z-Rock finally made it to Ohio, you know, past the censors and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, they started playing Sabotage, and it just blew me away. Like, Hall of the Mountain King. Mm-hmm. The uh, that, that album, the sound is so huge. The guitars and the drums, it's just this massive, rich, sonic sound. Mm-hmm. And just these awesome riffs that just, you know, make yeah. make you make that stank face the whole time you're like, yeah, so, uh, yeah well, well chris, I, chris oliva is one of my biggest influences you know, yeah as far as playing guitar mm-hmm. i got three and he's one of them and it's unfortunate he passed yeah and he got killed oh, by a yeah. drunk driver it's a shame. but man i'll tell you 24 hours ago beyond the doors of uh dark uh legions um, strange wings uh strange wings oh boy yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, go- listening to him earlier, just had it cranking. <laughs> Me and Lydia were sitting here, just <laughs> head banging to it. Just yeah, such good it's stuff. It's great a great stuff. album. I remember mm-hmm. uh, the both of us listening to it at your house, Slunkmeister. Yeah. We were working on D and D stuff or painting figures or whatever. It was just having it on. Oh, I was yeah. like, what else are you gonna yeah. do when you listen to Sabotage? <laughs> Work on D and D. Right, exactly. Yeah, totally. It's a great, great album. So, yeah, number seven for me, uh, Chop Top. How about you? What do we got next? Number seven for me is Fate's Warning, Awaken the Guardian. Uh, again, another band is my first introduction to, I believe, 1986 Metal Blade Records. John Arch was the first original singer. The album was just epic. It took me places. I was just like, what is this? Because it had classic Maiden sound in it. And they were just at the cusp before they started going from, I believe, in 1989's No Exit with Ray Alder further into progressive sound. They just continued to be progressive, but it had a, just a nice balance. The title track, Exodus, fantastic song, uh, Fata Morgana, uh, Sorceress. I, just nothing I can say more about that. I, I, I listened to that the hell out of it on cassette when I got it. I was like, wow, this is really unique. This is something different. Mm-hmm. And Jim cool. Matheos is a fantastic composer and uh, songwriter and guitar player and very underrated. So that's my yeah. number seven. That's excellent. It's a great album. I love Fate's Warning. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Just that progressive, heavy, well, heavy rock, uh, metal. Um, yeah. One of those undersold, things. you know, yeah. bands that, that probably deserve more than they, the, mm-hmm. the more recognition than they get. Yeah. Well, we saw them all with like was a Fate's Warning and uh, Dream Theater and Queensryche all yeah. together, which was yeah. just Ooh. a phenomenal show. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Montag, you're you're seven. What do you ah, What do you got? You are gonna like this, Slunkmeister. You are gonna I love this. Oh, uh, it's, it's gonna be Kiss, isn't it? <laughs> what are your favorite bands? <laughs> 1982. Crazy nights. It's Crazy Nights. Kiss, Creatures of the Night. Uh, uh, 
I kind of knew he was going that way. That's you know, a great album. And it's a really good album. They they were just coming off of that really shitty period where they did the disco, you know, with with uh, <laughs> with you know, was it Unmasked? And uh, they did the Elder, um, you know, music from the Elder, and the one before Unmasked, uh, you know, Dynasty wasn't a great album. They were yeah. just gone through this really sour, like really weak period. And then uh, Eric Carr comes in to play drums, and then Creatures of the Night comes out, and it's like Kiss found it's like the heaviest album I think they made probably since they're like hotter than hell and they're it is just the sound the monstrous sound of the drums and and the list of songs creatures of the night saint and center keep me coming which is really funny keep me coming you know it's kiss it's total false down the kiss but then you got i love it loud uh the ballad i still love you and then the big war machine which is just fucking phenomenal and so yeah, it's a heavy, heavy album. As much as you hate Kiss, Slunkmeister, um, if I was going to recommend a Kiss album for you from this era, it would be that one. Say, you know, give a couple of these tracks to listen to. You might not hate it. You might not. I will recommend an enema for you. <laughs> <In return. laughs> there you go. There's my, there's my pick. The pain, the pain. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Now, go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> Chop top. Do you have anything to add to the to the, to the horror? I got, I got I nothing to say. I, no, see, I, I got I, nothing I to, to say. Like, I Don't agree get with me Monty. started. I, I happen to like that album a lot too. Uh, it was it was a, a true like maybe their heaviest release ever. Uh, production was loud. It was in your bombastic. Yeah, I just I really enjoy that album too. So. Yeah. That's why I thought you'd like it, Slunkmeister, because I know you're really into music <laughs> production. You like the way it sounds. So I yeah, would just, yeah, I would yeah. just, just listen to War Machine. They didn't just, record that one in their garage? Was it their first album in a real studio? <laughs> just listen to War you're Machine. Saying? Listen to the drum sound in War Machine. How big the drums sound. Uh, everything, it is, it is, <laughs> the way that it was mixed and produced, it, it sounds huge. These drum sets sounds like it's 10 feet mm-hmm. tall. So War Machine, okay. check it out. All right. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> You're not going to. I sure I will. I, I sure gotta, will. I got a closed mind <laughs> musically. Okay. <laughs> so that uh, uh, that was seven. Okay. Yes. Enough said about that. Let's move on quickly. Number. Okay. So you already know my number six. That's uh, Back in right. Black, ACDC. So uh, Chop Top, you. Number six, what do you got? Number six, Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil. Oh, Another, yeah. Another uh, first, yeah. time, first time album, first time listening to the band, hearing them. Definitely a step above Too Fast for Love. But Shout was Ooh. just, man, especially that evil in the beginning, you know, intro, Ooh. and then it bursts right into Shout at the Devil. Too Young to Fall in yeah. Love, Knock Him Dead, Kid, 10 Seconds to Love. Just Looks that kill. A very enjoyable kill, album yeah. from start to finish. Even Helter Skelter, cover the Beatles song, was great. So yeah, that's that my number actually, one, yeah. under six. That's my next pick as well. Same pick as well. Oh, nice. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I love that album and it's so simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who doesn't know how to play guitar can learn to play that album in about an hour, <laughs> but a lot of tracks off it. Yeah. Good. Simple is good. Yeah. And I, I, there are a lot of times where when we first started getting MTV uh, on cable, I'd, uh, I'd catch my dad watching the uh, Looks That Kill video. Watching that chick crawl around? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like... (laughs) I'd be like, like, hey, uh, so you're watching, uh, you like this music? He's like, oh, I I just think it's a catchy name. Motley Crue, that's a a pretty catchy name. I'm like, yeah, I know why you're watching it. That's why you're looking at that booty, Dad. (laughs) That's right. That's why you got that box of Kleenex, old man. No, Daddy's got a girlfriend. (laughs) That's right. So oh, right, boy. and I think their cover of Helter Skelter is one of the best covers of all time. Uh, I know, I know, Slunkmeister is not a uh, not a Fab Four fan, but but it is a really ripping cover. And so, yeah, that's that's my pick as well. And I, Motley Crue, shout out! And you're going to get me a lot of hate for ragging on Kiss, and then now now you're throwing <laughs> it under the Beatles bus too. Holy crap! Okay, well, I could always cut that out. I'll keep the kiss in there. I'll... The death threats are going to come rolling in. <laughs> yeah, how dare you not like something we do? Bitch. <laughs> yeah, can't do that nowadays. I know exactly. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree that uh, that that album was definitely on my short list. Just just. That was one of my tough cuts at the end there. Mm-hmm. But, well, mm-hmm. I agree 100%. That that yeah. deserves a, a top 10 placement in the 80s. Yeah. No doubt about it. 
I think it's their strongest album, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they've had a better rich mixed albums like Girls, 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 and I and thought uh, Theater Pain. Theater was Pain was really good. Too. Great, yeah, you know? it's a great, yeah, great song or great yeah. album. But Looks Like Kill just captured that moment, that zeitgeist. It was just mm-hmm. perfect, perfect for what it is. Yeah. Okay. On to well, we're moving into the top five now. <laughs> yeah. So number five for me, 1981. Got to got to have some rush in here. Moving pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, this is again, there's sort of, uh, I'm starting to notice uh, bands, there's these little three album trilogies that seem to crop up. And I think Permanent Waves, Moving Pictures, and Signals were kind of a, a trilogy of music for Rush that between, you know, as they moved out of sort of those epic set piece albums with the, you know, and then before they moved into sort of their newer sound, you know, with mm-hmm. Grace Under mm-hmm. Pressure and Power Windows and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Moving Pictures is uh, the pinnacle of those three. I mean, Permanent Waves is fantastic, mm-hmm. but yeah, oh, Moving yeah. Pictures yeah. is just an iconic album that, if anybody knows anything about Rush, they know Tom Sawyer. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, exactly. um, right. So yeah, Rush has uh, got to have a place in the top five, in my opinion. So yeah, it, it is. Moving it pictures. is. They're one of their album that they actually were the happiest with. For them, they said that was the album that finally defined what they wanted to be as a band. That's what it and, felt like to me. Yeah, what it yeah. feels like. Uh, a yeah, and I love of who they are. I love yeah. the mm-hmm. Camera Eye and Witch Hunt. Yeah, um, just you know, and I Red Barchetta, as you know, was one of my. I could not listen to that song enough. Boy. Yeah, I could we listen that. to that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I wore the grooves out on my album. It just wouldn't play anymore after a while. Yeah, me and you sitting in your room. Yeah, playing some, uh, playing games on the Commodore 64, listening oh, to Rush, yeah. Ooh, listening yes. to Red Marchetta. You know? yes. Oh yeah, over Fantastic. and over, over again. Oh what yeah, a, what a moment in time that is. Baseball All Stars and mm-hmm. and uh, what was it? Racing the, the race, destruction race, derby. Race destruction. Race destruction. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh god, that was a great game. <laughs> great, great time in life. Mm-hmm. Right there. Mm-hmm. So totally. yes, yeah, uh, Chop Top. Number five, what do you got cracking the top five? Five, I'm switching this one around. Uh, number five, I'm going to put uh, Quiet Riot, Metal Health. Ooh. Oh, man. One of the yeah. first three cassettes I ever got. I, I didn't have any cassettes, didn't have any real music collection going. It was one of the first three that I got back in 83, uh, along with uh, ZZ Top Eliminator and another one we'll talk about later. But I remember from, from start to finish on that album, and it, remember, this was the first metal album to go number one ever in Billboard history. Uh, it was a big deal. I mean, anthems, you know, of course, they did a Slade, Slade cover, Come On, Feel the Noise. That mm-hmm. was a huge hit. Bang Your Head, Metal Health. Let's Go Crazy. I just love the lyrics on that one. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. It is really, really good overall. The sound, I thought, was great. Um, I believe the guitar player, Carlos Cavazzo, was, and he, he, was, he was amazing. And before Kevin Dubrow turned into a dick, um, actually, <laughs> you know, had a great, powerful voice. And it really mm-hmm. carried it. So I really, uh, yeah, it sticks a place again in my heart very personal to me so great album and those videos are awesome you know back in the day when i'd watch that i'd like i'd like yeah i want to be in a band you know i want to wear the spandex or whatever it was you know that the smoky set you know and it was just it was also that that weird you know the guy with the metal plate it was just that kind of his their uh their mascot almost like what it represented with this package rebellion you know yeah it quite right it's a great band you know that album's yeah great stuff and Mm -hmm. i uh yeah i have a distinct memory of uh my very one of my very first school dances in junior high, where I ooh, first time I ooh. kissed a girl was Uh-oh. was during "Come On, Feel the Noise." Was <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. So how about that? And how is about that, that? Is what that a, when you got the term? Uh, that's when my meister. metal balls dropped right there, baby. <laughs> you slunk in your pants. Is that when you got the slunk meister? We'll, 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 <laughs> well, I'm not, no I, comment. No comment. I feel funny down here. But I did feel the noise. I did feel the noise. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh-huh. First quiz gets the quiet ride. Excellent. Nice. On the bleachers, junior high gym. Uh huh. Uh, oh, talk about got- nostalgia. I can't wait to do a whole episode on stories we can share about going out to clubs and all the things we've have happened in our live oh, show boy. experience. Oh, yes. I don't know if I should. Yeah. I might no, get tracked go there. I'm gonna get tracked down for that one in particular. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> we'll tone that one down. 
Yeah, I'm gonna, good to re- good to, I re- really watered down on my end. Good, good to re- <laughs> uh, relive those moments in your quiet personal time. <laughs> I reserve the right to redact anything you say about that particular incident. <laughs> Sock in hand. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, uh, anyway, so that was number five. Chop Top. <laughs> or was it? No, oh, that was. Well, that was Chop no. Top did Metal Health. Yeah, that's mine. That's Montag. Right. Oh, that was your five. Yo, I'm sorry, yeah. Montag. Yeah, you, you're five. Uh, Montag, I uh, I'm doing uh, 1983's Dio Holy Diver. Um, I had to have nice. Dio represent nice. somewhere. I mean, great album, just just like with the other ones. You know, it was hard between Holy Diver and and Last in Line, you know. But this one was the first Dio I'd ever heard with uh, Rainbow in the Dark. I'd never heard those riffs like that. I'm like, oh my god, who's this powerful singer? You know, it's like, oh, this voice. You know, and then you got great songs, Stand Up and Shout, which is a killer. Holy Diver, Don't Talk to Strangers, another ripper. Uh, straight through the heart, you know, just a, a solid album. My first really hearing Dio for the first time and just basis on Rainbow of the Dark. I'm like, I'm a fan. I don't know who these guys are yet or whatever. Uh, but yeah, just a phenomenal album. Yeah, that kind of, that's kind of stuff you could just listen to all day. I could just put on Dio and just crank it all day long. Mm-hmm. Never gets old. No. So, okay. So oh, that's my the top four. All. Oof, oof. Okay, four coming in. At number four, we're going to stray a little bit. We're going to go into the hard rock. But 1987, I don't know how you don't have this on. One of the best albums of all time, Guns N' Roses, Appetite. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Just, I don't know how a band gets together and then they come up with this as their debut album. It's like they just come out of the womb, fully formed, ready to <laughs> ready to rock. And you know, you put together an album like Appetite for Destruction. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how it's even possible, but yeah, one mm-hmm. I think this album and this album played when I graduated. Every graduation party, this album was going. So you know, a lot mm-hmm. of nostalgia there. But uh, sure, yeah, just one of the greatest yeah. albums of all time. Just amazing. It's a Which, shame those guys yeah. really couldn't keep their heads on straight. Yeah, know, particularly Axel, but uh, you know. They fell apart the way they the way they did because wow, yeah. what a what a group. They this was a fantastic album. I remember listening to a lot at your house, Slunkmeister, and and we were just amazed at how every song was just as good or if not better than you know Welcome to the Jungle. It's just raw. It was like it yeah. felt like old Aerosmith but heavier. Yeah, you know, it recaptured that kind of gritty, dirty, <clears throat> you know, streetwise sound. And it was just, it was a monster of a record. I mean, too bad mm-hmm. all the rest of the albums kind of suck. But uh, this album, yeah, it, it was on my, it was on my short list. And I, I had to, it was one of my digits. I had to cut because I thought, oh God, it's so good. But I figured oh, someone else is probably going to have this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It has to, uh, has to be on there. So number four, Chop Top, what do you got? Number four, a little surprise me or some, but Def Leppard's Pyromania. Mm, you know, another one first introduced to the band one of the first three that was when i said those three cassettes of the groups that was the other third one Duff loves but and yeah honestly i mean in my opinion their best album ever made um top to bottom now, of course they had some of the hit you know rock of ages and mm-hmm. fooling and photograph everything such too late for love uh johnny got his gun i believe uh, stage fright uh, one of the best sounding albums out of their catalog as well Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Pyromanian before that's great. The rest is crap. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I, I would. I want to do it the long way and mean it. You know, when I was to fucking pour some sugar on me, right? I just want to fucking <laughs> blow my brains out. Yes. I never need to hear that fucking song again in my life, right? But right, his hysteria, the show. biggest selling but, album, but but it it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it was just a commercially mm-hmm. successful. Mm-hmm. Hey, good for them. They made it. But Pyromania. I remember watching the video. Boy. Yeah, fooling and photograph thinking, God, these guys are great. Yeah, and uh, just had that. It was a very unique sound. It was, it was catchy. It was hard rock, but it's like ACDC in a way. People who don't like hard rock will listen to Def Leppard. It's a very accessible band for for most people. And that's that's why they have fifty bajillion dollars. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you brought it up. I almost forgot about th- these guys, but man, I played the mm-hmm. I played the hell out of pyromania you had that that album you had had that on vinyl man yeah Yeah. nice nice at a ton yeah great Mm -hmm. great call that's an amazing album yep you also had another album that was very popular but i won't mention it 
I think you know what we're talking about. I can see your face. <laughs> yeah. I know what we're talking about. We'll talk about that after the show. I don't want to. Not quite, not quite metal. I don't want to embarrass you. Might not be metal. Although we're... there's a connection to metal on one of those songs. That's all I'll say. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Uh, uh, hey, You're going to try to expose all my secrets. Just yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, Montag, let's, let's hear yeah. your number four. Oh, number four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the silent album. I was no, devastated no. when I found out it was all lip synced. Oh, it was a dark night of the soul there. <laughs> this album, uh, you know, I, I I could see you being surprised and also not surprised. 1984, Spinal Tap, the black oh, album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, uh-huh. I know no one was going to put this on here, but we can't uh-huh. underestimate and under, understate Spinal Tap's contribution to metal. I mean, the songs on this album, Hellhole, uh, Tonight I'm Gonna Rock It Tonight, <laughs> Heavy Duty, Rock and Roll uh-huh. Creation, Big Bottom, come on, man. <laughs> Sex yeah. Farm and Stonehenge. Stonehenge? Yes. Like, you know, right there with Diary epic. of a Madman, and it's gothic epicness. It's fantastic. <laughs> and when they re-released the album on a CD in the year 2000, 2002, I think, they included the track that they couldn't fit on the actual album, uh, Christmas with the Devil. So... I mean, it is just, I mean, Spinal Tap as the mockumentary band, but their music is really fun. And it is. And I saw them live uh, on the Break Like the Wind tour and they played (laughs) a great show, two hours. I mean, they just, it was just every bit as what you could want in a metal show Mm -hmm. and every bit as what you could want in a Spinal Tap (laughs) show. It's the egg cases. Yeah. That's the best. Well, they didn't, well, they did come out in the eggs. They did. They have that open. And the first nice. open, you know, the first two come out and the third open, it was a giant chicken, a guy in a chicken costume. And so here comes then Derek, Derek Smalls out there, you know, and uh, he also said, hello, Cleveland. I'm like, oh, yeah, you have to say that you're in Cleveland. So that's my number, number four pick, Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. Very nice. Yeah. Can't, can't even argue with that. Great pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're moving on to our top three, top three metal albums of the 80s. Uh, for me, yeah, so uh, uh, a rehash maybe of last episode, but I, I can't do a top 10 without including some Maiden. So yeah, yeah peace yeah. of mind. Yeah. Number three, I think yeah. uh, solidly mm-hmm. number three in the uh, in the 80s metal album. So yeah, we, t- we talked it up a lot last week. Yeah, yes, we did. It's a stellar album. So, you can't, mm-hmm. I, I purposely like, like, like Chop Top, I purposely excluded it only because I thought about it. But you can't deny, uh, and peace sure. of mind Absolutely. with my pick is too. You cannot deny the importance of that record, and uh, boy, just how big and powerful it sounds. You can't. Yep. Uh, <sighs> Chop Top, you're number three. Three might surprise some people, but White Snake, their self-titled album. Oh yeah, I considered this. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. A, I am a big. You know, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm a big White Snake fan. Always have been. Even their old stuff, the blues based, they came out and covered air came out of purple and stuff. So for me, this was uh, this was the first time though I heard a, another one. The finds, you know, that's how I went down this list. Basically, what was the, the thing that meant the most, you know, in those moments? Yeah. And these bands is the first time I heard them. So of course I could I could go without ever hearing "Here I Go Again" in my fucking life. Mm-hmm. Um, but you jerked off enough to that video to last a lifetime. Oh, I've I've had the I've had the kitten a few times. <laughs> that's uh, right. Yeah. But. Uh, but for me, I mean, John Sykes' guitar work. I, I don't know if Aldridge played on the album or just the tour when he started the band up there. But overall, just a fantastic album. Uh, really defining moment, I think, for them. And a lot of people say, well, that was part, they're lumped into the hair metal because it was 86 when they came out, 87. Mm-hmm. And I'm, mm-hmm. 87, correct. And I'm thinking, no, no, you can't. It's like, listen to I me. Mean, it's rock and roll, man. It's hard rock. It's good stuff. They just got the image and stuff with the big hair and everything that they went into videos and Tony the contains and every sure. damn one. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just, uh, it's a classic. It stands the test of time. I, I still reach for it for this day and I, I like white snake a lot. So. Yeah, I agree. That was a, that one crossed my mind too. Great. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the first time I heard the, heard uh, still the night just blew me away. Like mm-hmm. a friend of mine just threw some headphones on me. He's like, here, check this out. And, Wow, that opening riff and the sound is just so big. And then, you know, Coverdale's opening uh, vocal lines was wow, powerful song. Oh, and then, then yeah. his then his scream after the break, it's like very mm-hmm. Robert Plantish and amazing, totally. and powerful. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's a great album. It mm -hmm. didn't didn't make my short list, but I saw it. I'm like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Hard to argue with that. Montag. Ah, oh, my number three. Ooh, this is the heavy, heavy one. <laughs> Coming out in 1986. Slayer, Rain and Blood. I knew it was coming. <laughs> have to have Slayers. Knew it was coming. Yeah. On the list. I mean, you got the opening track, Angel of Death, with that insane scream and a fast double bass the screaming. Altar of Sacrifice and Jesus Saves, which I think is just hysterical together. Uh, post mortem. And then, of course, the titular track, Raining Blood. Mm, that rough. Yeah, it is just insanely fast, and it was the first Slayer I had ever heard, and it was because of Z-Rock when it was on. I had never heard of the Slayer. I mean, I was listening to Gene Cleveland with Uncle Vic playing, hey, let's play Foreigner one more time. <laughs> um, you know, uh -huh. and I was in a very uh, repressive kind of environment and wasn't allowed to listen to most of the stuff. But by 86, um, we got Z-Rock. I had my own car. And I found it, and then I heard that riff to write to Angel of Death. And I'm oh, like, my what? Lord. I'm like, oh, my God. It was like someone just pulling my face apart, just shredding my skin up. It was. I'm like, then I heard that scream. Oh. I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? It was just so insanely fast. It made my heart yeah. go fast. I was sweating in the car like, oh, I can't handle it, you know. Uh, yeah, Slayer. What more can you say? I mean, back in the classic lineup days, I've seen Slayer multiple times. Uh, Chop Top and I have seen Slayer, and um, this this is one of their most ferocious best. And it's a short album; it's like twenty eight minutes, um, and it is pure thrash from from top to bottom, speed metal, and it, it, you just cannot get much better for pure thrash metal than Rain and Blood. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally agree. I mean, Rain and Blood. <laughs> Uh, I considered South of Heaven as well. You mm -hmm. know, Slayer. My honorable I, mention, Slunkmeister. That's what my honorable mention was. Slayer, South of Heaven. So yeah, so yeah, Slayer. I just I kind of left it off the list because I knew you would have Slayer <laughs> somewhere in the top yeah, there. We so knew. Like, All right. We knew. <laughs> I'll slot <laughs> something else in. You know, maybe I could have left Maiden off and put in Slayer. Right. Exactly. That's I why did. I pulled Maiden out. I knew you yeah. were going to put him in. So it's like, yeah, we had a little, we had a little play. <laughs> yeah, right. for sure. yeah, I get it. I get it. Great stuff. Okay, Slumpmeister, I think number two. Yeah, number two, 1986. You got to go, Master of Puppets, Metallica. Uh -huh. I mean, Ooh. one of the greatest period like, albums. What can you say? One of the greatest albums of all time, top to bottom. Every <laughs> single track is just. Yeah, I don't know. There's you can't. You, there's not enough superlatives to. Uh, describe albums like this they they they're bigger than life you know it's kind of like yeah. appetite for destruction mm -hmm. you know master of puppets there's just certain albums that take on a life of their own they're so yes. good that they they're just legendary status and in, mm -hmm. in my opinion so yeah master of puppets it, yeah it was hard <laughs> to cut metallica from the list and i i was going to pick and justice for all only because it, to me that was the an, an involvement like when Maiden went from Somewhere in Time to Seventh Son, like like doing the concept album, it was like a different level of musicianship, and that's what that's what Injustice was for me. But I thought, oh God, there's it's hard to hard to cut them. But yeah, Master of Puppets has that sound, and it is just it's raw and big, and uh, every track is just is just ferocious. This was the mm. first album that took me from like you know Maiden introduced me into like a heavier metal from like you know, hair metal and stuff like that into a, into a real metal, you know, quote unquote real. And then Metallica, you know, Master of Puppets kind of brought me into this, the speed metal sort of genre into that real heavier mm -hmm. stuff. You know, I, I wasn't, I didn't, it wasn't grabbing me. At, well, something was grabbing me at first. I didn't like it, like it at first, but there, I just kept going back to it. Like there was something there that just kept pulling at me. And yeah, eventually just realized like, wow. What an amazing album. So, yeah, number oh, yeah. two right there, Master of Puppets. Chop Top. Uh, number two for me, Queensryche, Operation Mindcrime. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember when that came out, and I, I already heard them, you know, before a little bit of Warning and, of course, Rage Forward, which I thought was still and still ahead of its time. But for me, when it was Mindcrime, like, arguably, maybe the greatest concept record of all time, in my opinion. But 
I just think that I wore the hell out of that cassette. I remember just playing that all the time. I never got tired of it. Yeah. Storyline, you know, I didn't really follow too much well with, but it was just seamless. It was just seamless how everything just, it, it blended right together. It was mm -hmm. a perfect lightning in a bottle again. So yeah. Operation Minecraft. I agree. Second. Yeah. It, it is a stellar album. It is definitely their best album. It is definitely one of the best albums of all time. I was a uh, an RA in college. It was actually one of my residents uh, suggested he knew what I was listening to. He's like, "Hey, you ever listen to Queen's Rank?" I'm like, "No." He see he's the one who got me. I forget the guy's name. I want to say thanks. He gave me a Queen's Rank Operation Mindcrime to listen to and King Diamond them because I'd never heard never listened to King Diamond. And I'm like, it, "In Operation Mindcrime, it took me a couple of listings to." I'm like, eh, "I don't know," but by like the third listing, I'm like, "Oh, okay." These guys are really something. Yeah. So yeah, and Mind Crime is just it's just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, great pick. Great pick. Top top. Absolutely. Great pick. Your number two, Montag. Oh, my number two is nineteen eighty seven Anthrax Among the Living. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. Anthrax is just mm -hmm. one of those mm -hmm. great fun thrash bands that in a way what I liked about them, I mean they had insane riffs and fast. But they wrote about things I thought were great, uh, like I Am the Law about Judge Dredd. And I like Scotty Ian because he had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on his, on his guitar. You know, <laughs> the fact that he said his favorite thing on the road to do was read comic books. I'm like, oh, okay, I like this guy, you know. But we have other great songs, Among the Living, you know, that first kind of moshy sound that I heard, Cotton Arch, you know, I'm the Law, and then Indians, which I think, you know, here oh, they yeah. are, like, like Testament, song. writing serious songs about the plight mm -hmm. of Native Americans. And then it has that especially in Indians where you get that halftime, you know, that war dance, and then it picks up yeah. again. War dance! Exactly. Yeah, then you just, you can't help but just want to bang your head like, oh, oh. yeah, I want to get uh -huh. into a pit. I want to get into a pit. <laughs> you know, I want to be 20 years old and invincible. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And I, uh -huh. so I, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, and this was taking music at this time was taking me heavy into this heavier direction. And bands like Anthrax introduced me to this mosh, this intense thrash sound where other bands weren't growing on me, uh, like Exodus, weren't really growing on me at the time. Just like, eh, I didn't really care for it. But Anthrax really, you know, I just, I still love Anthrax. Just both, both versions of Anthrax. There's my number yeah, two. I saw those guys, Megadeth, Testament, and Anthrax, all uh, triple bill mm -hmm. uh, one time. Yeah. What, a, what a great show. Chop Top and I saw them on the first time I saw them was on the uh, the Titans Clash of the Titans yeah yeah to Coliseum right yeah. right right back here behind me I actually have a poster Judge Dread poster signed wow. by Anthrax signed oh, by everybody really nice Ooh. my How'd you get cousin gave me that my cousin Eric oh yeah the drummer the drummer yeah he oh. uh, he gave me that uh, big Judge Dread poster signed by signed by the band oh, yeah sweet very yeah. nice yeah. Sweet, well, yeah, on the Clash of the Titans, it was Allison Chains opening. That was when they had their first album, and then it was uh, Anthrax, Megadeth, and Slayer. Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a show, man. <laughs> nice. was, you were exhausted by the end of it, man. My neck yeah. was hurting for like three days from all the headbanging. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember. Fingers I remember happened. the jackass that came out of the pit. We're walking out of there, me and Montag. And he's covered in blood. He's like, that was a fucking pit from hell. I'm like, oh, my God. Like he was into a fucking murder show, right? He's in a fucking homicide right there. He's covered in blood. I'm like, my God, he split his head open or something. We're just like, you're going to be out on a stretcher, man. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, now, now we're down to the number one. Number one. Number one. You so, yeah. Uh, Chop top, you took it. 1988, Mind Crime. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Just, I, it's for me one of my favorite uh, albums of any era. Period. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, you know, Jeff Tate. He's at the height of his vocal power at that time. You know, another concept album. Mm -hmm. Every track is a masterpiece. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I put this up there with with the Wall, with Pink Floyd, the Wall, which would have made oh, this yeah. list, but that came out in November of '79. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's it's one of those, it's just, uh, yeah, another one of those albums that's kind of, uh, you know, greater than the sum of its parts. Right, and the happens. parts are all pretty phenomenal. You don't get tired of it, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it just... It, it's it'll, still it'll, as good 30 years ago, you know, 30-some years away sure. as it was then, and, and just as relevant 
I, I mean, yeah, I the commentary, great. you know, the social commentary on that album yeah. is still every bit as exactly. <laughs> it, it could be a, it could have come out yesterday, you know. Yeah, one of my favorite tracks is Sweet Sister Mary, and partly because oh, of the yeah. way it's mixed, you get yeah. that nice big reverb on you know, on that quiet part where you get that drums, the drum sound sounds huge, everything sounds perfect. It, it I really solidified the Queensryche sound, the sound of their guitars, the, the distortion, the, the, the way they play the dual leads. It is just a phenomenal uh, record, top to bottom. Totally agree. Mm. Chop top, your number one. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Drum roll. Let's hear it. Well, I'm 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 going off of Slunkmeister's number two, Metallica's Master of Puppets. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just I can't. You know, I just can't deny it. I mean, again, first time I heard Metallica. Again, uh, cassette tape, right? Mm-hmm. Wore through. I don't know how many damn cassette tapes I bought of the same band back in the day, but I'll tell you, I went through quite a few because I. Because that was my first introduction. I'm like, this is just, again, and I think one of the most underrated things of that album also, and it needs, I wish it would have played more live or something, Disposable Heroes. Oh so underrated. What, what a fantastic mm-hmm. track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then you got maybe arguably um, one of the first or second greatest instrumentals in Orion. I, I, just, totally I agree that so yeah. much, man. Yeah, and so. they just those like sludgy, you know, leper messiah and a thing that should yeah. be big, heavy, sludgy riffs were mm-hmm. just just grab you by the nuts. Like, let's go, <laughs> you know, let's go. Right, right. And <laughs> hit your head against that wall over there. You know, you got battery open up and it batters you. Then you got damage incorporated at the end. Yeah, it's like a perfect way to close an album with two batters. Yeah. It's like getting so, punched yeah, in the yeah. face. Damage incorporated is getting <laughs> bludgeoned about in the head. Uh huh. Yeah. And you love it. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine with it. You're great. Yeah. Give me again. Yeah. Like I wasn't really more. crazy about the drum sound. Uh the, the snare drum sounds a bit wet and, and flappy. But <laughs> it works on those sludgier songs. I can see why they do it. Like Leopard Messiah. Uh-huh. You could hear that. It's you, it adds yeah. to the heaviness of it and that just like yeah. yeah. It is a big sound. Uh, so. uh, exactly. Yeah. It's like okay, you know, so and I've listened to Metallica for a long time, but now like I think when we're done, like, you know, tomorrow I think I'm gonna be listening to Master Puppets. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you like, oh, yeah. hey, kiss hey, away man. listen to master exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh. all right montag close it out what do you got right. boy here we go uh, 1987 king diamond abigail i knew it i knew it oh i knew abigail was coming oh yeah exactly i mean yeah. it's oh, wow. such a great album Mm-hmm. I like Abigail 2 as well. Abigail 2 is a phenomenal record. Uh, but Abigail, I mean, again, King Diamond is just one of those artists who, if you don't not used to hearing him sing in this falsettos, it takes a little while to get used to. But the riffing is crazy good. Oh, yeah. Uh, heavy riff. Yeah. And you got Mickey D uh, playing drums. And you know, great songs. The Arrival of the Family Ghost. The Seventh Day of July is really catchy. Oh, yeah. Omens. And then Abigail. And then Black Horseman. I mean, my God, it's a... It's a concept album. The stories of, you know, all his albums are horror albums and mm-hmm. deal with the occult and things like that. But so very topical to the show. Exactly. Exactly. Heavy metal horror. Right. You got the little <laughs> bitch, baby Abigail. You know. <laughs> so it, it it just it is a, an album that screams a whole list into, and I love concept albums. I love having oh. a story being played out with lyrics and song and music and it's like a horror movie for the ears you know all this stuff is and uh, king of, uh stephen king of music that's yeah, nice yeah yeah and and chop top and i we uh we went to see king at the house of blues and uh it was on the voodoo tour i think or no puppet master and yeah. i made a side to bring with me and on one side it said welcome home king and the other side, I think I wrote Abigail, you bitch, or something like that. You know? <laughs> and I, I, uh, I was holding it up, and I was hoping he would see the Welcome Home King, but it was on the Abigail side. And he saw, and he like, he like, put his hands and he clapped. You know, <laughs> he was like, it's looking like, ah. <laughs> yeah. thank you, thank you for the bottom back. of my black heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, another one of those albums got a lot of airplay during the Z Rock era, and man. Yeah, I loved it. That, that that album had such a great mix. It was so mm-hmm. crisp and really clean sounding album. You know, just great, great to listen to. Yeah, the acoustic guitars were so clean and crisp mm-hmm. and clear. And every then, little you know, cymbal was really every yeah, yeah. very very well, well nicely mixed. Yep. Yeah. Right. 
and LaRock's riffs are fantastic. It's just a heavy, crunchy album. And it's got that great black metal sound, very melodic and uh, complex. Um, it never gets tiresome. You know, it's an it's, album that's 35 years old, and I will listen to it probably a thousand more times before I, you know, for mm-hmm. five years. You know, I, I can listen to it almost every day. You know, it never gets old for me. You know, like most of these albums. Probably. Yeah, so there's there's my my top pick. Whew, yeah, so there we made it. Rough, uh, rough task. Some honorable mentions, guys, that you'd like to mention. Sure, I think uh, I, I cut mine down to like six. I got six honorable mentions, but oh man, I I got rid of them all. Actually, I cut them from my list because I yeah, I did too. I uh, like rid of my original just... list. I mean, I think most of them were mentioned by you guys or on mm-hmm. your list. Mm-hmm. You know, such such as White Snake or uh, yeah, Slayer. I mean, obviously that. that yeah, the Death Leopard, the the whether which which Dio album, which Black Sabbath album. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I was also one of my mentions, honorable mention. I will say this. Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet. Oh, you're right. You know, okay. you're right. I never was a real big Bon Jovi fan at the time, but I could not, could I mean, Wanted Dead or Alive, I don't care. I, I wasn't a Bon Jovi fan, but that's a great song. It and is. And then you think, about, think of the other songs that are on that album. This mm-hmm. was a huge selling album for him. And I'm like, oh, you know, it is a, it is a really, really good album. And, uh, you know, yep. whatever, however you want to define it. The pop rock, pop hard rock. So it opens the door for other bands like Poison, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds of things. But Bon Jovi, uh, they've had some really good success, and that album really started it, I think. Yeah, I mean, along those lines, somewhat, I guess, is, uh, you know, 80s era, like Aerosmith. You know, maybe you don't necessarily care the direction they took in the 80s, but uh, they were still making, you know, hugely popular, making some some great music. And, mm-hmm. you know, I like the early stuff a little better, but... Uh, yeah, so I don't know. You could go on and on with great bands in the. Oh, in the I know. I yeah, know. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard. I, I'm going to throw out one that I know it's one of Montag's favorite, Saxon. In instance, is no excuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I happen. I, I love Saxon a lot, and um, to me, they're a little more rated than what they get, you know, more credit for. But Innocence is no excuse was first introduction to them, and Rockin' Again, and Devil Rides Out, Broken Rose. Um, gosh, I mean, just. Top to, that's a that's a fantastic album. I recently, about months ago, I got the remaster. Actually, they remastered Lost Series, and I just bought it because I'm like, I've had the the cassette tape. Where it's like I think I can get a remastered of this. You know, after how many forty years or whatever, and it's just it's a really good sounding album. And it's a lot of great songs. So I like Saxon a lot, but that's just me. That's an yeah. I guess uh, yeah. Another honorable mention. Then I just uh, thought of one that uh, was on my list: Metal Church. Remember Metal Church? I was just going to say that. Yeah, The Dark was a fantastic book. Those guys didn't last long, but my God, they had some really cool stuff. No, they're still putting out music. Are they? Yeah, they got Mike Howe back, too. Yeah, Generation Nothing just came out, well, 2013. I got to go back. The Dark was 2006. I feel terrible that I've lost track of them. Yeah, but I mean, ton of bricks. Uh, Method to Your Madness. Watch the children pray. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Burial at Sea. Burial at Sea. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, oh that's an awesome song. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a great album. So uh, that's funny you mentioned. Yeah. That. I was going to say that. And another one I I've just kind of recently got into a band I hadn't really heard much about, um, but Annihilator. Allison Hell. I think that's their first album. It was '89. Annihilator. Absolutely. What a really good band. These guys are great. You know, like a thrashy, a little bit like Halloween. Thrashy sounds, you know, but but oh, yeah, another good band. There we could go. obviously go on and on and on, guys. But oh, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, we could be here for yeah. two hours. Mm-hmm. So there it is. <laughs> a, uh, yeah, there's our list as it as it stands. Uh, right, I, I could I could debate with myself for hours on mm-hmm. on this list. So I'm sure anybody that listens to this is going to be like, "You guys are idiots," whatever, <laughs> you know. But hey, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, we right. might be, you know, who knows? Yeah. Have them make their own goddamn podcast. Really hard. <laughs> <laughs> make their own yeah. top ten. Well, it is you know. it, top ten. It's hard, man. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's difficult. It was a lot easier to rearrange the Maiden albums in order than there was, <laughs> yeah. there was terrific ten. Uh-huh. 10 I think what maybe the best, like you said, you know, Slunkmeister. This might be the golden era of of metal in uh-huh. the eighties. Yeah. You know? And uh, thank you well, for the wonderful assignment, Slunkmeister. <laughs> yeah, 
fucking best albums of the 80s. Thank you. Yeah, I was kind of regretting it in the middle of this week. You know, like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> what did yeah, I do? Well, you, you ran us through pain. The very least you could do was go listen to War Machine, for crying out loud. Come on, man. <laughs> I, see, I think what it is, you're afraid you're going to like it. That's what it is, and you know. Maybe I've I, dug in my heels for so many yeah, years. I, I would, you, you know. No, I would just loosen up the reins a little bit. You listen to War Machine, yeah. It's a classic kiss. I don't want to lose a topic of ridicule that That's I've right. clung many years. You know. That's right. <laughs> what yeah. am I going to talk about? You selling a <laughs> testicle again? We got to go back to that. Exactly. So, We've got you know. stories, man. We've got <laughs> over forty years of stories that to tell on one another so <laughs> we start opening that can of worms and we are in fucking yeah. trouble <laughs> uh, top, yeah top 10 ridicules of each other let's, let's <laughs> start right. uh, let's most talk, embarrassing talk stories of the last 40 years Funkmeister, what show were we at <laughs> oh god well, that one will get not, nothing that'll get me thrown in jail <laughs> yeah it's all gonna come out well i just have other personal stories of Oh boy! Save that for another time. Highly redacted. (laughs) Highly redacted episode. Chop Top uh, has a few stories. We have some stories we can share too. Yeah, some stories. We'll do that off the air. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, We none of us want to go to jail right now. So, oh lord. Okay. Oh, what a tag! Take us out. Ah, thank you again, Slunkmeister. Hey, thank you for listening. I am Montag and the Slunkmeister, and you've been listening to Heavy Metal. Metal. All right. All right.